When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is mind-blowing. And heartbreaking. How many original scripts are written every year but are never made? So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscovered Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! Everybody and welcome to another episode of Horror Movie Night live from Monster Mania. But this is just the three of us and Kyle uh, because it's very early in the morning. And but Kyle does not have a does mic. not watch movies anymore. Yeah, he, had, no, he watched pieces, <laughs> <laughs> which Brian interpreted as he watched pieces of the movie we're about to discuss. Which isn't bad. <laughs> it's not a bad assumption. Uh, so we're talking about 1989's Leviathan. Uh, as always, this is part of the listener submitted month. Uh, so this one was submitted to us by Craig, uh, and he said, "Hello, Matt, Scott, and Brian. You made it. You made it onto the email. Uh, you know, How's someone acknowledged my existence. Uh, <laughs> that uh, makes two of us. <laughs> I may have missed the window for viewer requests. You did not. But what the hell? Here it goes. I suggest 1989's Leviathan. I've never heard you guys talk about creature slash horror at the sea movies." And this was a movie that I watched a lot in the early 90s. I'll, you've got a cast that includes RoboCop, R- Rambo's Colonel, and a Ghostbuster, all dealing with a monster. So what more could you ask for? Love the podcast. Keep up the fantastic discussions. Uh, this was a fun one. It was very fun. I really appreciate being acknowledged in that email. So thank you for that. <laughs> Look at me, Ma, how I'm living. I'm, <laughs> emails. I'm kicked back, relaxed in my bed. I'm drinking an espresso monster because I'm fancy and also dank. And I, just, <laughs> I just really feel like I made it. Yeah. I wanted to say that I made it. This yeah. is, also, the Matt was talking about the level of lazy that Brian had this morning because he's like reclined on the bed. Um, and he was like, is this going to work? Because we have these boom mics. Um and and it was I was like, don't worry, sweetie, I'll fix it. And so I brought it closer to his face, so he didn't even have to stretch it all. Yeah, I. And the thing is, and I, it's really important for people to understand this. I am not spoiled or bougie. I'm just lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not like 
here, do this for me. It's like, can you please help me? <laughs> no, Brian is a little boy. Yeah. Uh, it, it, we are all, luckily, we're all relatively good at being morning people. Um, and But he was on like the mania floor for 20 minutes, and he looked like a deer in headlights for all 20 of those minutes. <laughs> no, I like, I, you brought him in, and, yeah. and I was like, Brian! And then I was like, oh, this poor child. <laughs> uh, it's, it's every fear that I've had for him for the last you ever two read, months. You ever read that Dr. Seuss book, Have You Seen My Mother? Because it's basically <laughs> that. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, because everyone thought it was a bit, they're like, ah, oh, Brian's going to be so awkward because, you know, he's awkward Brian. And then like, oh, wow, he is really awkward. <laughs> we were in a, our friend's hotel room for a little bit last night. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. And so I looked preface up- it, though, preface it with the way that it happened was that we recorded. And then you're like, yo, I'm going to go up and see some friends that yeah. work mania. And um, I Kyle and I door. were like, yeah, I oh, no, wait, 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 wait. Oh, okay. no, Kyle and I were like, well, we'll come. Yeah. And then Brian's like, I, I think I may come for a minute. And yeah, like that's, he just, he was like, I just need this much socialization. Yeah. <laughs> well, just, just a tad. Well, the funniest part was, I don't even know if you witnessed this because you were talking to somebody. Allison, I looked, probably. I looked at Brian and he's just standing there and I said, you all right? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, because I know there's a lot of people you don't know. He goes, as long as I'm not required to talk to anybody, I'm doing fine. <laughs> See, the, sit back and observe. The, the, I wish that I could be like that, but I was talking to Kyle about this last night. Is like when we we don't like silence, so we don't uh, we don't do well with just observing. I wish that I could, but it's it's like when you were bringing fire in that party. Oh yes. Yeah, so oh, it was because I was drunk. Yeah, like you were I, throwing so much shade. What was I making fun of Allison for? Uh, you said. You said you were making fun of how young she was. And you're yeah, like, she's like eleven years younger you, than me. You were like, I know that you had to have your mom co-sign half those tests. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I remember that now. And then she said, no, I got these when I was 18. And you said, oh, was that last week? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get, like, two ounces of whiskey in me, and I am, like, I should go on RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, it's just... <laughs> just so here's the thing. Open. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, I will read anyone. So you might think that we're just talking about random shit, but... For a brief moment, this movie's about killer alcohols. So. Yeah, dude. So Leviathan is a great movie that no one thinks is great until they rewatch it. Like I, I love it because I love special effects like this. And uh, but this is just the thing under. This is like uh, what would have happened if Ursula from the from the Little Mermaid and the Thing from John Carpenter's The Thing were to have like <laughs> a baby. Oh, okay. That was nicer than what I said. Wait, what did you say? He, Fuck. He <laughs> We've they copulated. Um, and it, it's got... The first note I wrote was, holy shit, this cast. Like, as uh, I was watching the credits come up, I'm like, hey, it's Buckaroo Banzai. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ernie Hudson. All right. Daniel Stern. Now, yeah, this movie, I said it last night. Daniel Stern is the worst person in this movie. Though. Is Suicide Squad, but instead of Marvel villains, it's just 90s family movie. DC, <laughs> DC villains. Yeah. DC, whatever. I'm not a comic book guy. Yeah, bullshit. Um, so, I mean, I am, but I'm more of a Heathcliff kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. I love his self-deprecating humor. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, also, Amanda Pay is the one who plays um, Willie, okay. the, the 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 future astronaut. Um, she's in the Kindred. 
Nice. Ooh. Which is also a movie about. Were you on the Kindred episode? Yeah, he was yeah, on, was Kindred. on Kindred. Yes, you I loved was. Kindred. I did. Yeah. Dude, Kindred is so. In the words of Brian Kelly, it's dank. Very there's, dank. There's some weird editing choices in this movie that is a little like. What, what bothered you? So the last like five minutes is edited like hyperspeed. And we'll I have words for the yeah. ending of this movie. Like that. There's one very large glaring problem with this movie and it's in that last yeah. two minutes um but i i thought that the pacing was really good until no the then. pacing's good and the other one that i thought was a weird edit is that it's a really weird jump cut where you've got daniel stern and i think the guy's name is de jesus and they're yeah, fighting oh, the, the, yeah the... they're fighting and it's this loud fight and then it just immediately cuts to a close-up of peter well walker's face weller peter weller's weller. face as and it's like it goes from all this noise to complete silence, and he's just like, "Hey guys, cut out it, uh, cut it out over there." Yeah, and I was like, "What a weird edit!" <laughs> and then he was like, "My name's Peter Sellers, and you might remember me from The Order with Mark Addy, who was in Jack Frost with Michael Keaton, who wasn't Beetlejuice." And I was like, "Thanks for giving me the Beetlejuice." <laughs> um, Much easier than the last one that we did. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Daniel Stern. Is an awful character in this movie, and also yeah, not six a, pack. Yeah, six pack. What is it? Oh, mama, what a pair! Uh, yeah, that it, that that woman. Um, what do we know her from? I feel like I didn't gonna... recognize any of the girls in this. They kind of look like people. Like the one girl <laughs> kind of looks like Dottie from. Uh, That's Bowie right. Adventure. That's what I was and seeing. The other yeah. girl yeah. kind of looked like the woman from uh, Austin Powers and. Uh, Bedazzled or whatever. Uh, oh, um, Elizabeth. Yeah, Hurley. Hurley. Yeah. yeah, it's like goodwill versions of both of them. No, no, no. <laughs> I actually think. Well, I, Elizabeth Hurley is a supermodel, so she's fucking beautiful. But I also think that Amanda Pays is like really, really gorgeous, and she's like, I, if I had the two of them next to each other in front of me, and they were like, you can only take one of us on a date, I'd probably go with Amanda Pays because she seems like she's more down to earth. Nope, I would take Dottie, but in depth. Oh no, 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 no. She's a I'm not. I'm not talking about Dottie or or like, the. I'm not talking about the two women in this movie. I'm talking Elizabeth Hurley versus Amanda Pays. Oh yes, yes. yes so yes. are we going for the you know are we going for the the Dior or the Target version is in your in your <laughs> assessment here? I would definitely go for Amanda Pays. But no, if Dottie, if like Kmart Dottie and Kmart Elizabeth Hurley are in front of us, I might go with Dottie as well. Yeah. But I don't know. I, she was like really fun. I. I don't. I really she, wish she's like the character that had the least amount of development in the movie, though. She was like Dottie, but didn't sound like Tommy Pickles. It was like yeah. everything you had. It's almost disrespectful. I feel like Dottie is the target Dottie, and this is the higher class Dottie. <laughs> yeah, maybe if she got some actual character development in this film, we could make a better assessment like that. I don't know. Um, so the the movie also has it's it's weird because there's some special effects that are amazing. Like really cool. A lot of the uh, you've body said stuff. this before because we've talked about this movie. I think that I've picked this as like a double feature at least once. Yeah, or I've never seen this before. This oh, know, this is my first time watching it. Really, but I will say that the um, the spider did not age well. No, no. <laughs> but even like, here's the thing about practical effects. Sometimes in they just general. Don't <laughs> Well, no, what I was going to say is, in general, like, let's just if we're generalizing things here, I would say, or I would argue, that it's like pizza. Even when it's bad, it's still pizza. That is true. So, that like, is. special effects are always going to be better when they're... for hungry-ass Brian over uh, Bri- Oh, yeah, Brian. 
been, so I've been looking for pizza for 24 hours. Yeah, check out check out our Instagram because um, Brian found a stack of pizza boxes and, and it destroyed his soul. Yeah, so he got 50 percent there. Yeah, <laughs> he got the smell, but not the taste or actual, you know, like food in his belly. And Scott, just so I can back you up on that, when you say special effects in pizza, you strictly mean makeup. Right. I mean practical effects. I don't mean CGI because like practical effects are always going to be better than CGI. Yes. Yeah. Because there's bad CGI. Like even yeah. Oh, oh my god. Although I wish we could have CGI'd some longer short shorts on the Daniel Stern when he walks in there. (laughs) I don't know, man. I like those thighs, man. (laughs) Uh, So uh, he also, if we're just talking about six pack beyond his like. What a pair line. He also says, um, if he was, I, I believe this is when he's talking about being up um, in you know, topside. He goes, uh, if I was up there, I'd be drinking brew and eating pussy. Yeah. He's just such a caricature of that 80s douchebag, like, oil the guy rig guy. No, that no one actually wants to hang out with. Like, no, but they're also, the, everybody's like, oh, you. Yeah. Well, that's an '80s thing. That's I mean, we just did cheerleader camp, and like, yeah, the, it's yeah. just an '80s thing. Where it's like, oh. but if if we had the fat fuck from, yeah, if we had the fat fuck from cheerleader camp down at the bottom of the ocean, he'd be way less repugnant than oh, Daniel yeah. Stern here. Like Daniel Stern is quite possibly the biggest douchebag in any movie we've ever discussed. That's but we're all friends debatable. with the Daniel Stern. Yeah, like it's the guy that's been your friend since you were a child, and you're like, he really sucks, but I don't want to admit that I made a bad investment. So <laughs> I'm just gonna ride it out and hope that there's an endearing side of him. There never is. He dies before that happens. No, and but he does have one of the moments that made me laugh out loud, which is uh, anyone falling in slow motion underwater is gonna get a laugh out of me. He goes, Whoa! <laughs> Two questions. Well, one, I love those seven foot um, tall tube worms that yeah. are that are in that um, trench. But um, and that's also like that was practical effects. Yeah. If that was even remotely CGI'd, it would have looked absurd. It would have looked like trash. It, but... it looks great in in this movie now, but uh, it's still. But um, did you guys notice the part where there's a a, a basketball hoop on the outside of their um, their rig? No. In, at the bottom of the ocean. No, but why would that be? There? Who's playing fucking hoops in the bottom of the ocean? <laughs> because like how if if you're that's like trying to play hoops on the moon, but worse because like it's it, like trying to play hoops if you're any of the three people. No, <laughs> <laughs> but so you can't shoot. But that would make a sick dunk contest. Oh yeah. But you here's know? the thing: is that you gravity does. Do you see how slow they moved during everything? One of them was Have you ever tried to walk of, underwater? I was going to say, one of them was lacking oxygen, and there was not a lot of like forward momentum or panic. So I can't imagine the energy that it would take to really get yeah, up and there they to own, dunk a they basketball. They have X amount to, of oxygen yeah. in their suits. Are they really playing hoops down there? Yeah, they, they have an absurdly low amount of oxygen in their suits. Like I feel like they have about 20 minutes of oxygen in those suits. Yeah, and... um. The, full disclosure: One of my true fears is to fucking drown, um, because there was one time when I was in the pool like an idiot by myself um, as a child, and uh, we had an above ground pool, and so you had to you know step down on the ladder, and uh, like an idiot because you're not supposed to do this. I um was I went 
face forward down the ladder, the steps instead of like butt forward. You know yeah. how you're supposed to. And and my foot slipped and like my leg got hooked in the uh, in between the, the 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 stairs. Yeah, and I was like drowning and drowning and i like figured it out and i was like oh, oh but i'll ever, i'll never forget that and now you know that's one of my fears is like dying has uh, drowning. all three of us had an almost drowning incident i know brian I definitely three. has yeah i fell into the galibus pool eating bread and i got rescued <laughs> still eating the bread um, i got stuck behind our stairs and then the one it wasn't Wait, stuck behind your st- oh oh thing. have i told that story to you guys before no, the one no. that you just getting told? stuck behind the stairs because like I'm having this weird deja vu. Like Brian's told me that story before. That may have just been you guys talking one day. Yeah, no, we used to do like the whirlpool, mm. and in order for did you guys have an above pool ground pool? Too? Yeah, yeah. So is that I like would, a Midwestern thing? I think so. Yeah. Okay. And I would try to like pretty much Willard in Charlie's Angels my body through the uh, through the thing, and then one day I got too fat and I got stuck. <laughs> and then the other one, I didn't actually almost drown, but I thought about it for the past twenty. <laughs> three years about how it could have went the other way was i did a sailor dive into our pool a sailor dive a sailor dive is when you jump in and you grab you it's a dive but you grab your ankles oh yeah and i just nailed my head right on the ground and for the past 20 years i just think about how i could have snapped my neck yeah i thought you were going to talk about the time that i was trying to save you at the beach and oh I kept four laughing. Times. <laughs> i thought we were keeping it to a pool no no yeah the ocean almost got me <laughs> the tide you, this is this was, i felt so bad the tide got him and where is this this was at the jersey shore jersey shore oh, okay. and i'm and i'm trying to save him but every time that i'm like right about to get him like i'm arms length away the wave would move from his face he'd go Help me. And I, <laughs> and I would start laughing. And, I, and it just happened like three times until finally my mom was like, what are you doing? And she like saved him. I'm glad you brought that up because this is something that, that ties into something that I was thinking about on the airport, um, on the airplane, is I, I don't have anxiety. I think it's important for everyone to know that I don't have anxiety. I have realism because anxiety is this unrealistic fear. And my thing is, when I try to walk through my anxiety, all of those unrealistic fears realistically happen. Like the yeah. ocean getting sucked in. I got yeah. sucked in. Flying back on Christmas. So I don't know if I told the story, but I'm going to tell it now. So we were flying back on Christmas, and I really had to pee. And Jade was like, just go pee. And I was like, I don't like peeing on a plane. It's just I feel like people are watching me. It's just it's it's not going to go well. She's, like, yeah. She's such a saint for dealing yeah. with all of your insecurities. <laughs> I'd say that about my wife, too. So. so I get up and I walk all the way down and the, and the woman goes, you need to have your seatbelt on. Go sit down. So I awkwardly <laughs> go sit down and I'm waiting. And then the seatbelt thing goes off and Jade was like, go, go pee. And I'm like, I think there's someone in the bathroom. And she was like. I don't think so. Just go. So I get up, and the flight attendant's like, there's someone in the bathroom, and you can't wait. So go try that one. So I walk all the way down, and as I get to the last three rows, the flight attendant brings a card out. Now we have two options. She can just stare at me until I walk back to my seat or back up two feet so I can go to the bathroom. She chose the former. Yeah. So then I, I had to walk all the way back to my seat while people were watching me. <laughs> And finally went to the bathroom after 20 minutes of everyone like whispering about me. It's it's irrelevant to Leviathan, but I think it's important. It's it's water. Yeah, I everything that I fear 
when I try to walk <laughs> through those fears, become a reality. Yeah, yeah. I, I, as, as an anxious person myself, uh, I'm even with the medication that I take. <laughs> it does that. It's the what if that kills you, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, so the uh, the the what if of this movie is: Would you rather, um, you know, get eaten? Well, you don't really get eaten. You get consumed, and you know. So here's the difference between the thing and leviathan is that leviathan like the jesus at one point is like kill me you know so yeah. he's like he's like so you you are still um like <clears throat> uh sentient within the, the 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 being i guess yeah yeah which is weird because that doesn't really make sense in that it um it infects some people and they lose their free will but they still have it like the doctor I don't know. Like, the, I guess we're looking at it expecting too much internal logic. I mean, here. really, it's kind of just you're watching because the special effects are. Dude, dope. that's why I watch it. Yeah. I've watched this movie like six. That times mouth in, in the hand and like stuff that, like that. I think that that mouth in the hand it didn't age very well. It didn't age well, but I still liked it. I like, I like the shit like that. Yeah, yeah. like, but uh, the thing about it is that I don't understand why it would go to the hand. I feel like it would. I think come, it, it would erupt from his chest. It, like he's er, it's erupting from his chest because he's like, uh, uh, right? Yeah. Like, but then but he, then it's yeah. on his hand. You don't ever see. Do you it's, ever see anything come out of his chest? No, man. It's the old. It's the old fake out. Uh, that, <laughs> but, not an old fake out at all. It's just a but eighties uh, fake out. The uh, the one thing. So they they find this sunken ship called the Leviathan, and six. Pack, oh, are we actually going to explain what this movie is? Well, about? well, I just want to talk about this one thing. So six pack has this safe that he found while looking in this thing and they start going through it and he takes a little whiskey bottle or whatever like a he takes the flask the flask and there's a scene where the camera because i didn't know anything about the movie camera just slowly zooms in on the safe and then it freezes on the safe and i was like is this a killer safe movie <laughs> like <laughs> you knew what you were getting when you were going into this movie you just didn't know if they're gonna be two killers right yeah it's like maybe that safe has got all the all the yeah that, that's a really weird editing choice yeah there's well. a few like i said there's a few weird editing choices but otherwise the movie's great like it's a really good movie. this is a real good like party movie i think oh yeah the second half of this movie is like but this is from that like 1989, there was like three or four different movies that were like, hey, The Abyss made money. Like, <laughs> You're right. Yeah. And I'm Deep, not even going to... There's Deep Star, Deep Star Six. Six. And there's at least one more that I'm forgetting. But like... Well, there's... there's um, yeah, I think the three of them are Deep Star Six, uh, Abyss, and Leviathan. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, yeah. There is one more that I haven't watched. And it's so... It looks so cheap. Yeah. And then like... that, ne- Like Aquatic Horror never went away. Like he still always had like... Deep Blue or uh, Deep Blue Sea, Deep Rising, like stuff like that, always like popped yeah. up. But Man, these were dude, you're just very... burning through all the possible double features right oh, now. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, you really smoked but, me. But <laughs> not yep, me. I, I, have, I got an extra one. If you but want. like, this is definitely one of those movies where you can tell it was definitely a reaction to like the abyss. Hey, let's do the abyss, but let's like throw in a little bit of the thing while we're doing it. Yeah. Well, did you guys ever see that? Um, there was like a post on on uh, Reddit. I don't remember if it was our movies or what. But um, the the set that they made for the abyss. Yeah. It, have you ever, guys ever seen like the abandoned set from the abyss? No. It's super cool because it's huge and it's in like Florida or Georgia. I can't remember, but like they had to make all these crazy, gigantic concrete structures for it and then put them underwater. Like it was a, it's insane. And when I was watching this, 
I'm watching it and I'm thinking, okay, this is a much smaller soundstage, you know, but they had to do an underwater thing. And I was thinking, like, I wonder what the, the scope of this was versus the Abyss. Because, like, I haven't seen the Abyss in a long time because it's not really my thing. Because the Abyss is just uh, Close Encounters under the water. Yeah. You know? So, I and I don't like Close Encounters. So, it's just, like, it doesn't do it for me. You know, that, that kind of, like... Close Encounters, I feel like, is a really good 90-minute movie that's buried in a two-and-a-half-hour movie. Like, yeah. Is that I, Spielberg? Yeah, that's Spielberg. And I think that there's really... Like, there's parts in Close Encounters that will always be in my thoughts because it's the, so well... The mashed potato mountain. <laughs> yeah, well, like, there's really good scenes, but, like, when you actually sit down to watch it, I'm always like, oh, God, I forgot how long this is. Yeah, but that's, that's, <laughs> that's kind of Spielberg, you know? Like, he's got... I mean, Jaws moves... <laughs> like no, actually, I find Jaws to be really hard to watch. Oh, I love that's like a. I know that's one of your top oh, five that's like, movies ever, but oh, I just, it's so good. <laughs> I think I've seen it three times in my life, and the second two times, second and third time, were a, a kind of a slog. Like yeah. I just don't. It happens. That, it, that that pacing just doesn't do it for me. It's like too much drama, and Spielberg, and that's definitely like, really that's a, is a that's a combination. That's a perfect storm of things you couldn't stand because it's like that Spielberg pacing but then mixed in with that 70s pacing and yeah. that's just like a, that's an app that's a recipe for disaster for, for, for Scott, Scott Rogers. Rogers. they yeah. sprinkle in crazy old men which just makes every movie good <laughs> like the pacing on Jaws works just for uh, black eyes yeah. blood eyes yeah. <laughs> you ever see a stroke's eyes chief it's like a doll's eyes like a doll's eyes <laughs> uh, I do love quoting that movie <laughs> <laughs> Because it's he is yeah Quint Quint's just such a I I've talked about it before but there's a deleted scene from Jaws that makes me laugh every single time where Quint's just screaming at a kid playing a clarinet and it makes me laugh. So. I I just need to find a Quint to be my roommate like the crazy old guy in horror movies like I want him to be my roommate to put everything into perspective. <laughs> Dude, like oh, when it's me gonna, and Jade are in the harbinger because yeah. he's just gonna be like you're doomed. Yeah. No, not that guy. Like just someone that's like you know it's like I I can't stand this Jade. You're being so selfish. It is the wife's wedding. You let the wife plan, the man pays, it's the way it goes. I'm like, oh, thanks. Oh, Quinn. no, you want to live in Pet Cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of that history up in that A lot of history on that mountain. <laughs> <laughs> you guys both, that's how I know that you guys are brothers, because you guys went for that, and I was going to be like, the soil of a man's hot Estonia. <laughs> <laughs> we just went for the one that's South Park. <laughs> oh, okay. That, well, that also explains a lot. So, a lot um, of that history up in that mountain. So, the... Did, is there a tagline for this movie? Uh, if there <laughs> is, I certainly didn't write it down. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a line where um, somebody says, "Don't fuck with Mother Nature." I think it's Peter Sellers Probably. who says it. And um, I keep, we keep saying Bill. It's Peter Weller. Peter Weller. Sorry, Peter Sellers is the Pink <laughs> <It's> the Panther. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, sorry. Peter would be so Peter much better. I just, just want to call him Buckaroo Bonsai. I'm just going to say Buckaroo Bonsai. Yeah, that works. Because that's easier for me to remember because there's nobody Or RoboCop. Like... He's, he's well, actually, Robocop. I have RoboCop under the sea is what um, my, uh, my my first note is. But, um, yeah, I feel like Don't Fuck With Mother Nature would be the most baller tagline for this movie. But it would never have passed yeah. muster like It was like, like don't all. F with Mother Nature. It's like, well, that wow, that's, pulls it. <laughs> yeah, this movie is a hard R without any boobies. And they've... <laughs> could definitely up it with some fucks um uh, but I, I also have another line that i wanted to mention that um i don't remember who yells it 
at De Jesus, but De Jesus is talking about how he wants to go ski. Yeah, he's like, if I, I'm gonna get out of here, I'm not gonna die, uh, and and I'm gonna go skiing in the Alps or something like that. And someone smashes his hands down on the table by De Jesus and goes, "They don't ski in Spanish Harlem." <laughs> Great yeah, line, Jesus. Why? Why? Uh, why would? He, why do you gotta ruin yeah, that for him? The the so let's talk about the end of the movie because. I mean, really, there's no words that will do justice. The once the monster shows up, it's fucking dope, and the kills are right, dope, yeah. and it's a fun like it's oh, just a fun time. There's a, at the end too. There's another amazing tag, another amazing line that RoboCop sell, says. He goes, "Say ah, motherfucker." Yeah, yeah. So that's what I want to get to. So they get. Oh, it looks so stupid. They get to the surface. <laughs> And I was thinking at this moment, and then I'll let you finish. I was like, you know what I really respect about this movie? They go against the formula, and they're letting a black man Oh, yeah. That's survive. my problem with the Some, Someone yeah. was just like, oh, shit, we forgot to kill Ernie Hudson. Got to bring <laughs> back the monster. But before that, there's this scene that is so shitty where they're just like, oh, no, sharks. And then it's just like, <laughs> what the footage of sharks? <laughs> Why? No and one got they hurt. swim away. <laughs> yeah. It makes me think that there was actually sharks on set because they reacted how <laughs> sharks would react. It was just like swam and was like, people, I'm going to mosey on Didn't somebody here. kick one in the face? It was, I could not believe what was happening when that popped up. I'm like, why are there sharks? And then the end of this movie is a fucking mess. Like and it's the, it, it, it ruined, well, it doesn't ruin, well, but and it, it ruins cuts, the pacing. Well, it ruins the pacing. And then when he's like, there's like 14 cuts in a matter of three seconds when he like throws the dynamite into the monsters. Boom, 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 I was boom, just boom. like, what the fuck was that? Like, I thought I watched the last minute of this movie and fast forward by accident because no. it happened so quick. I feel like they must have had a director of, uh, or like an editor. I was going to say director of photography, but it's probably somebody that was like doing the editing and they were like, I'm not editing the last two minutes of this movie. Yeah. And so then they got like the junior intern and he yeah. was like, I just watched a bunch of MTV. Yeah. I'm going to do a music video. I did notice Pauly Shore for a quick second in that explosion. So I think you're right. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> it's the weasel. <laughs> so uh, if you go back and watch anything with Pauly Shore in it, as an adult in you know 2019, it's insufferable. Megan loves son-in-law, and we and it's hard. It's a hard watch. I mean, I love Carlo Gugino, yeah. so I, I tried. What was I was listening to Encino a podcast? Man has to hold up. Well, the, was, it doesn't. Yeah. It, nothing hold. I mean, Encino I mean, Man holds still, up the best of all of it'll them. It'll hold up for us, Brian. We watched a lot up. of Paulie Shore. And one Shore. that definitely holds up with Paulie Shore is a goofy movie. Yeah. Oh, well, well, that barely counts. Yeah, so I was listening to a podcast where someone was talking about being a Pauly Shore fan. He's like, you know, I loved Son-in-Law and Encino Man. He goes, and then he kind of lost me at Jury Duty, but then Biodome came out and he brought me right back again. First of all, <laughs> I was going to say Biodome's terrible. <laughs> in the Army now is great. I enjoy In the Army now. So um, I have a friend from high school who's long-term significant other they're not married but they're you know like they they, they cohabitate and you know basically married um he's in that movie oh that's hilarious he's like I, I i don't know if he's an extra but like i when i first i have never met him but um when uh she and i got reconnected on facebook i i saw a picture of her man and i was like he looks kind of familiar and then a year goes by and she said oh we're watching in the army now and here's dan in the movie and i was like I actually, it's, I remember his face <laughs> from the movie. It's not he. He had like a bit part in the movie, but I don't. I don't even know. I have no idea why his face sticks out because I've seen in the army now like twice, 
and ever, and it not, not for the last 15 years easily. We w- used to watch Pauly Shore movies in the Kelly house way more than we ever should have been watching Pauly Shore movies, to the point that whenever I serve jury duty, I always think of Abe Vigoda yelling penis while banging a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Pauly Shore and Ernest, man. That was our, that was our <laughs> household. Um, but I I love Pauly Shore. Speaking of which, donate to the Patreon and listen to our episode on Ernest Goes to Jail. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so mad about that. You guys suck. You have no clue how great Ernest Goes to Jail is. You'll learn. I don't. Yet. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. I, if, is it better Electro. than Ernest Scared Stupid? I think it's better than Ernest Scared Stupid, but I know a lot of people who say it's the second best after Scared Stupid, but it is definitely the highest, one of the higher ranked so Ernest did, films. So did the Chiodo brothers do Ernest Scared Stupid? No, they just did they the just troll. Gave the, yeah, okay. They gave the troll life. Oh, man. I think the Chiodo brothers the literally only directed Killer Clowns and nothing else. Really? I think they were more special effects team. Okay. Oh, that like, makes a lot of sense. I was just listening to the Scored to Death with... Um, uh, Manfredini, I want to say, that was on with him. Um, and uh, he was talking about Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And he was like, oh, the Chiodo brothers, um, you know, they had this blah, blah. And, and I was like, man, Killer Clowns is such a great movie. It's so good. And and then I was also thinking about the fact that they just repainted the, the Killer Clowns and made For them the into trolls. trolls yeah, and so stupid, which just really, it, it is so charmingly low budget. But it's you know? also showing, like, resourcefulness. Like, I feel like we forget that one of the things with practical effects was that. Like, it's the same thing with, um, and I'm sure Brian knows this because him and I are both, like, huge Disney geeks. But, like, Disney doesn't throw away anything at their parks. So, like, if a ride closes, they're just like, how can we gut this animatronic and turn it into what we need it for for a different ride? That's just smart. I, that's, like... Yeah. Recycling, ecological. Like half the robots in any of the Star Wars rides are just old animatronics that they're like, all right, we'll tear all of the skin off of it and just put the bare bone skeleton, like the robot by itself up there. And that's one of our random robots in the Star Wars. And they always uh, they always leave a piece of it. So in the Star Wars one, the robot from the original is one of the broke down robots in the walkthrough. Yeah. And then in the Winnie the Pooh ride, which used to be uh, Mr. Toad, Mr. Toad, there is. One of the pictures in the story is Mr. Toad looking sad as he hands the deed to his house over to uh, the owl. The pill. <laughs> yeah, they do weird shit like that, but that's, you know, it's the little, like, Easter eggs on every ride that, that are always fun to try to find. Listen, Disney, as far as capitalism goes, you are my favorite elitist pieces of Monopoly. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy who doesn't read comics. Or like comic movies? You, I you, like Marmaduke. <laughs> you, you made a fucking blog post that said, sorry, no, I haven't seen the new Marvel movie. Well, that was just yeah. an article that you wrote for one of our one of our newsletters. Oh, I thought that I was I thought that was on your blog first and then you just recycled it. No, he's no, recycling no, newsletter stuff. Yeah, I'm recycling newsletters. It's funny and because it's been a couple months about... since you've uh written you know. anything. Yeah. <laughs> Calling you out. Yeah, I know. Don't oh something's in the works. All right. For my angsty teens that Ooh. are now angsty 30-year-olds. <laughs> You're not 30 yet. I'm almost. All right. So let's talk about our double features and then go down and spend way too many hours I dealing with people. I still need a towel. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can hang out here until that towel shows I think up. I might just use a shirt to dry myself. That, I mean, I've done I am a that. clean person. Yeah. You can use my dry towel. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then we can just, I mean, Cohabitate. Our, our body fluids of, you know, uh, coat. <laughs> 
It is mind-blowing. And heartbreaking. How many original scripts are written every year but are never made? So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscover Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! I just realized we have the Do Not Disturb sign up. So they, they would put could, it outside. I was going to say, they probably just laid it on the floor this whole time. But oh, we'll check. They would have knocked... Oh no! It's a do not no, disturb. it has a do not disturb. Yeah. All right, Kyle's probably going to edit that. For us, but uh, oh, hey, before <clears throat> I want to just a little wizard behind the curtain. You you can walk away. I'm just going to say, um, <clears throat> uh, it's so funny because there are four the four of us in this room, and um, everything is happening in threes. Like we had three towels. Yeah. Um, we had three tank tops uh, last night because Kyle, Brian, and Matt all slept in tank tops. Um, <laughs> And then the, the uh, Brian, Kyle, and I all have copious amounts of tattoos. So <laughs> and there was three beds. Yeah, and there's three beds and four people. So yeah, I, I since I kick, I got to have the air mattress, and it was Brian. <laughs> Brian got to have a bed to himself. Do you know why got Brian got to have, got to have a bed to himself? Because he he told me the reason. Because <laughs> you get morning wood. <laughs> no, sort of. He goes. I already sleep in bed with a girl who won't have sex with me, so if there's ever a body next to me, I can't help what my body might do. <laughs> like... <laughs> See, the, the the quote's great, but I feel like the inflection would have been better if I had heard it from him. Yeah. Oh, it was. It no, was I'm not. Special. I'm not dissing on you, but he like no one burns a Kelly like a Kelly. No, we and we're good at burning ourselves more than the other Kellys sometimes. Um, so yeah, let's do double features real quick. Scott, you were the one that really championed for Leviathan. So how about you kick us off? Oh yeah, I was like, I was like, guys, we really have to do Leviathan because the special effects are so baller. And I, you might want to edit me out from saying baller so many times. I think no, no, no. Like, I think that's good that people know how you speak. I, I talk like that because of you. <laughs> it's your fucking fault. I say fuck too much because of you. No, that's not my own no, fault. Dank, but dank, dank is, is Brian your, brought is dank fault. back into my my God. lexicon. You say baller a lot, and you also say bonkers bonkers i say dope you say dope a lot i don't say dope you got me though. saying bombastic more than i really? ever did before bom- yeah yeah bombastic 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 bomb bombastic that you guys put into my mind that i say a lot i emulate people because i'm unhappy with who i am as a person <laughs> you're a chameleon of a person yeah. yeah he's like he's like the t1000 but anxiety <laughs> so um my my there are so many movies that that all fit into this like mm, the same idea. This is like the thing underwater, you know what? <laughs> the way now the way Brian just moved over in his sexy, <laughs> sexy draw Molly me. Ringwald yeah. on the cover of Breakfast Club. Poster. Yeah, oh, I was thinking, draw me like one of your French girls. <laughs> Ironically, both of them are redheads. Yeah, so that's good. Um, so yeah, I uh. I have a lot. I'm going to pick my number one. Right. And then after you guys do yours, or if you need help, I'll give you some more. Um, but I'm saying the thing is off the table. We've okay. talked about the thing so much that you, you like cannot pick the thing. Fair for enough. This. That wasn't on my list. Okay. Um, Harbinger Down is the okay. one that I uh, am picking because it's basically the exact same movie. And what Harbinger Down is, is the crew that made the remake slash prequel to the thing mm-hmm. from 2013 or whatever it was yeah um 
they were upset because they did all practical effects for that movie. And they were forced to CGI it anyway. They didn't get to do the CGI. Yeah. There was another company that came in and just basically skinned everything. They just put a CGI skin on everything. And I refused to watch the movie because I've seen the behind the scenes and the making of portions. Um, I don't know if that was on the DVD or what, but it's like on YouTube. And um, it looked amazing. It looked so much. It looked so authentic. And what they did was so good. And they were upset by that. Um, and so they crowdsourced, I want to say, um, to do a movie themselves. It's not a good movie because it's, you know, those action movies in the 80s that, like, stuntmen are like, we're going to make a movie. Yeah. It's, like, really good action, but they don't know how to do the rest of a movie. Yeah. Um, that's but, like this with special effects. Yeah. It was, like, really, really competent special effects artists who couldn't really write a story. And Lance Henriksen just chewing scenery for, yeah. like, the whole movie. But it's... It's worth a watch. Um, I would probably do that. I'd do them in chronological order. So we'd start with Leviathan and do Harbinger Down. Um, because Harbinger Down is not like a good movie. And so you can kind of zone out. But I think Leviathan is an actual good. It's a good horror movie. I don't think that it's like the best. It would never be in a top 10 list. Even aquatic horror. Yeah. <laughs> but I would say that it's like better than Deep Rising. All right. All right, Brian, what would you going to do for your so. double feature? I would want to match this movie with another movie that takes place in sea that has great practical effects. Therefore, I would pair this with 1977's Orca. All right. I, I love Orca. I've never seen it. It's so bad. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's terrible practical effects. It's, it's, a, Jaws, <laughs> it's a Jaws ripoff movie. Right. Uh, but the, the Orca bites off Bo Derek's leg at one point. Yeah. And it is... Like the way it's cut, but does, just does like, she survive? Yeah, she still survives just without a leg. <laughs> but it's bad. It's a bad movie. There's, I think there's like a line of dialogue where a scientist is like, you know, the orca is the most deadly beast in all the sea. And it's like, <laughs> it's like one of those movies where no matter what the animal is, they just have to make sure that they stress it's the most deadly beast yeah. in whatever. Um, so my double feature is going to be a little bit different. I'm taking it from the perspective of I had some people over. We were watching this movie, and as we were watching it, we're like, yo, you know what this is kind of reminding me of and we should watch after this? So I'm going with Society. Because as the bodies were melting, I was like, man, this looks like the ending of Society. Yeah, (laughs) the shunt. Uh, That just reminded me, a couple nights ago, I had... uh, So this whole week before Mania, I was having... Well, until like Thursday night. So like Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. So four nights in a row, I was having nightmares about... Monster Mania because my anxiety of like the drive it's really just the drive yeah the the drive here um always stresses me out because I'm driving by myself and I don't want to fall asleep and wreck and die so um I had dreams where I got here too late or I got here two days early or you know stuff like that but then Tuesday or Wednesday night my last one was I got here and then I got sucked into a shunt Oh Jesus! It was so fucking weird. I'm, I I'm proud of you for stepping out of your fears and going up to that hotel room <laughs> because we were totally about to have a shot. <laughs> uh, so that was Leviathan from 1989, as picked by I think I said his name was Steve so, or Craig. Craig picked Craig. by Craig. Uh, Craig, thanks for this great suggestion. Uh, usually, this would be the point where listener submitted month would wrap up because it's the end of April. But there was one other movie that we all kind of were like, all right, we do have to talk about this one too. So stay tuned for that. 
uh, you know, kill some time by playing a video game or something and stay come back. But in the meantime, you can rate, review, and subscribe. And go ahead and check out our Patreon, patreon.com backslash HMN podcast. And all of our social media is basically HMN podcast. But you can find us, you know, searching hard movie night. You'll find us. Anyway, we'll be back with another episode next week. Signing off. Bye-bye. It is mind-blowing and heartbreaking how many original scripts are written every year but are never made. So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscovered Scripts, movies made of paper, wherever you get your podcasts. Free! You're listening to the Geekscape Network.